Alexa, tell me a joke. <laughs> like how she is gone. What, like, what a terrible, like, oh. So this is the time where you'd be tuning in. I talked to my co-host Alexa and to be honest, she'd fail me. Um, she had a few fans of the show, but sadly we've, we've had to depart. She's taken at least a few weeks off to try and get funnier because I just feel like she wasn't pulling her weight. You know, this double act, I can't carry carry this whole show by myself. I need help. And she was not doing that. So, sorry, but she's gone. She's out. For now. For now, for this episode, I've got a new co-host. And he's called... Siri. Tell me a joke. Yes? Tell me a joke. If you get heartburn every time you eat birthday cake, try taking the candles off. Oh, that wasn't funny, was it? I, I don't think he's going to work either. Let's try one more time. Because, I mean, again, the only reason I do this is because I need some music to intro the show. You know, so if any musicians are out there, any creative people with their uh, musical tastes have, uh, have a lot of tune that I can use, let me know. You know, I need I need to spruce this up a bit. Let's just see this. So, Siri, play some music. That may be beyond my abilities at the moment. <sighs> Let's just get cracking, shall we? I'll I'll just sing next week because this is a fail. Like, how hard is it? Like Alexa and the Siri and the whole business, they're like they're good, but they're not that good. Like mine doesn't seem very good. I don't know if I. It's because I've not like linked it up properly to my phone and. It's apps and stuff, but it doesn't seem to work very well. Definitely not a good co-host for a podcast. You know, we we should all remember that. And anyway, so it is Monday, so I, I apologise for the delay in the pod. Um, I'm sure most of you, to be honest, I didn't even really think anybody would notice. However, I had quite a few messages actually asking for last night, where, like, where was it? They were, you know, your commute to work or... Well, actually, I had a few of you say about your commute to work, so sorry. Um, it's quite nice to know people actually do listen to this. Um, I mean, I do obviously track it and can see people do, but um, to be honest, I just thought, yeah, I'll just do it on Monday instead. No one will notice, but I was wrong, so I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Um, I will try not let that happen again. Um, I, mean, I probably will from time to time be a bit late. Um, I did let you know on my Instagram on the uh, Tom Talks podcast uh, in- Instagram so but you know clearly none of you looked at that um, but yeah but I apologise um, so this next week might be a bit late as well because I'm in London um, I will be having a special guest though um, he doesn't know it yet but now I've you know I've told him he's going to have to do it so uh, we should have a guest next week um, but uh but yeah, no, sorry about that. But yeah, no, thank you for for letting me know you listen. Like it was quite humbling to to be like, oh, actually, people do listen and care if it's on time. Um, and you know, pointing out my inability to time manage. Um, but thank you all the same. I will try and keep them up to, up um, up to date. That's a wrong word, but you know, I mean, technically, I do say they should come out on Mondays though. So it just happens that on a Sunday it's usually out by then. Uh, but anyway, I'm sorry. Let's go on with the show. I will try and be better. Um, I'm also working on my new website um, where you can see all my fine photography and video uh, work. So, you know, get ready for that. It's going to be great. Um, but anyway, this week, um, this week we're going to talk about a few different things. Um, I'm going to start with a little fact that I've noticed. Um, it's a bit, this sounds a bit weird. 
they're not weird it just uh, probably sounds a bit pointless to say but I'm going to say anyway because it was a little idea I had but um, you know the Sainsbury's petrol station in Shrewsbury big occasion it's uh, it reopened it was being closed for a while um, this is a really cool story well, it's already sounding that isn't it I know uh, but yeah so they had new pumps and stuff installed um, so you know big, big whoop uh, we went there tried them out um, but then it reminded me of getting petrol in America and it's a nightmare because even kind of the whole of North America basically the way the petrol pumps work um, or at least when I was there last year they did and pretty much the majority of them do seem to be where you have to pay before doing the petrol so obviously in England um, and I'm guessing I would have thought most places in the world maybe I'm wrong but you know you get the petrol you fill your car up and then you go in and pay or you pay the machine whereas in North America it's totally different you like well in America Canada is actually pretty similar but in America in most places it seemed that you had to pay first so fundamentally you have to guess how much gas you need to then fill up your car like you know it's kind of like a prepaid top up as such but like bearing in mind you don't really ever know how much petrol you need so you don't really know how much to you know give them you just basically go in and be like ah oh, yeah 40 pound or 40 dollars please and then you fill it up and then it's either not enough or it's too much then you have to go in and get change and you know it's can I have my one pound twenty back please like it's it's literally bizarre like it's very weird I don't know why I don't know why they do that like it obviously you know prevents people stealing and crime and stuff so it makes sense but it's also very annoying because you're like I have no idea how much gas I need so let me just fill up first and I'll, you know come in a pace just, uh, there was also one where the guy actually did we were in the middle of nowhere and the guy actually came out filled it up for us which kind of was a bit awkward because it's just kind of like just like when waiters pour your wine or you drink for you and they're just there for like a, it feels like half the meal like 20 minutes but then they're just there pouring your wine and then you don't even want to talk because they're there and it just feels a bit awkward and you're like you don't want to be here mate and I don't want you here so I'll just pour my own drink because I've been doing that all my life fundamentally um, I just yeah, just I just find it very weird um, and uh, yeah, you know, similarly with the petrol it was just, I just you know bit of shit chat there but it's just I found that very bizarre I'm, I'm intrigued if other countries do that um, and it you know it's just one of those little things you don't really think about until you're in the situation you're like oh I've got to go in and pay like how much do I actually need like it's it was a bit bizarre um, but yeah you know something to think about let me know and also a big thing that's been happening this week uh, is all the earth protests where they've pretty much been storming all of London um blocking you know Oxford Circus and other you know near Parliament and stuff and causing a lot of disruption really but then you know the whole argument of well they're doing it to make a statement but obviously it's the whole argument of you know that I think something like 10 ex, ex, 10,000 extra police had to come down and work then do overtime and stuff which is obviously all the taxpayers money and stuff to, to, to manage them and stuff like that and so obviously it's quite a you know, it's, it's a use of resources that should be done elsewhere, but at the same time, they're only, you know, trying to help everyone by saving the world. So, it's a, you know, it's a bit of a conundrum, I guess, isn't it, really? Um, and there's arguments, I guess, a bit for both cases of not wasting police time compared to, you know, they're trying to just highlight how bad the planet is right now and how bad we are, which is, you know, very true. Um it's just been interesting to watch the differences on the news and stuff, and I guess, and I mean, I don't know your guys' opinions on it. I'd love to know, but um, it's a bit of a yeah, it's been a bit of a weird one. Going down with the whole how much money was raised for the the Notre Dame Palace, and you know, is that right? Is that wrong? The money's keeps on going up. 
and it's just yeah it's just like little things like that you'd be like you know it's it's good it's bad there's no really right or wrong answer um similarly with politics I guess but then everybody just hates politics really don't they so um similar thing really um so as i said uh last the last couple of weeks is um i'm gonna start talking about being a housekeeper um so i've decided actually to do this in like little segments on you know most uh weeks so i'm just gonna talk a bit about you know the stories and stuff um which i mean it might sound pretty boring you know i'm gonna talk about cleaning a hotel room but the uh the stories that you have when you work a winter being a housekeeper especially probably even more so in a, in a you know in a quite a posh hotel so you know, there's quite a lot of rich people and posh people in there, but you know, they 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 are just like anyone when it comes to their room. So you walk into a room, and you know that's their personal, you know that's kind of the only personal space they have when they're on holiday, really, because that's like that's theirs. But you know, we are the random people that get to go in when then usually not in there. Um, sometimes, surprisingly, quite a lot of the times you do go in. You will go up to to the room, knock on the door. They're in there, and they're like, oh no, you know, oh I'll come back later. Sorry. Oh no! Just come in and clean the room while they're in the room. Like surprisingly, the, uh, there's quite a large amount of people who do that. You know, I had one woman who literally laid in bed while I was cleaning around her. Uh, I have a few people like that. I see someone, you know, and yeah, some of them are nice and they'll talk to you, and you, you know, it, it makes a day go a bit quicker by having you know good conversations with random people from around the world. But it's still like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm emptying your bin, love. I'm cleaning your cups secretly in the dish in the in the uh in the kitchen sink that's a little that's a little uh secret thing we don't replace your cups we're taught to replace your club your cups and your glasses we don't we just put them under a bloody hot tap and if you're me you just wipe it with the bathroom towel the used bathroom towel as well i don't even use a clean one i'd use a used bathroom towel to clean the cup i'm not the only one that does that i sound a disgusting human being right now but i can i can honestly say right now I would say the majority of housekeepers would do similar. Okay, so when you're next in the room, this is—I mean, it might be a good. If you're going on holiday anytime soon, you might not want to start listening to these segments because, you know, it will get pretty disgusting. Um, I've got stuff from, yeah, like you know, being in rooms with people, um, toilet scenarios, how your hotel room is cleaned and not cleaned. Um, so you know, I'm, and I'm basically gonna start this with food. So if you followed me on Snapchat and Instagram while I was over there, um, you'll all know uh, I got quite picky with if I would walk into a room and I saw a bag of sweets or <laughs> once a cake, um, various food items. You know, we'd have a little nibble. Again, wasn't the only one. But I feel like, you know, it did become a bit of a thing where my Snapchats every day was just me going into someone's bag of food and eating it. Um, especially, it was great. The best was at Christmas because you had a lot of UK people over, so they'd bring all the UK kind of stuff, which obviously I hadn't had for a long time. That was Dreamland. M&S. Oh, hello. You know? Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, basically don't, you know, do not leave food open when you stay in a hotel room because the housekeeper will eat it I mean you're best off just putting it in a drawer hiding it Um, like I swear once I almost ate the whole bag of sweets and there was literally not many left because that's a a trick as well you have to obviously make it look like you haven't took any Um, which when you've been there for a while and you have took a lot that gets a bit awkward to try and make it look like you haven't Um, so that's a little trick um 
I used to have to do that quite a lot, to be honest with you. Uh, same with the uh, the, <laughs> the in-room dining trays. Commonly, you'd come up, you'd go about half eight, um, you have your little cleaning caddy and whatever, you'd start roaming the corridors, heading towards your room. My rooms were usually at the very end of the corridors as well, so I had the furthest to walk. And you'd see all the in-room dining trays that'd been pushed out of the rooms, and that went... You know, we, we weren't starving, but I, you know, I had an eight breakfast. If I see a slice of toast there on a, on a, on a table just left there, obviously untouched, you know, I'm not a sicko. Um, untouched toast, I'm going to take it. Like, this rich person, who's paid fundamentally about £50 for this just standard breakfast that you could get from Morrison's for about four, four quid, um, they've just left it there. So I, I'm going to make use of that. Obviously, we're not allowed. Like, if I got caught, I'd probably get the sack straight away. Never did. I never actually did get caught, though. Which is kind of even surprises me by the amount of times I did it. But, um, yeah, you know, so if you have leftover food, give them to the housekeeper. You know, they're about to have a rubbish day cleaning all the rubbish rooms, but help them out, you know? Um, again, I probably sound pretty disgusting, the things I do, but they probably just get worse. Like, you know, when you're cleaning rooms all day, you have to find stuff to, you know, entertain yourself. And the best things about when you do a stay of it was, for me, I'd say, the, you know, one of the things was the food. Food is good. Food helps your day. When you're fatty like me, it's even better. So if I'm going to walk into a room and I see a bag of crisps open, or a bag of sweets open, or, you know, half-eaten cake, I'm going to have a little bit. i have a little nibble. Maybe I sometimes have a bit more of a nibble than I should have, but... We all do mistakes. You know? At the end of the day, I'd be pretty full. I'd go home, and I wouldn't even have to eat... I wouldn't even... I literally wouldn't even eat dinner. Because sometimes I'd be so full, I'd have a slice of toast. Why? Because I'd be eating all day. Literally, like, it was great. There was also a bit of time where um, I actually worked for the in-room dining team, so my job was to fill up the minibars. So I, my job was to push around the food. I was like a little air hostess with my trolley, going room to room, filling up the minibars. Did I see that sometimes, you know, there was a... Well, yeah. So, you know, did I get a thirsty on my walk pushing this uh, large trolley around? Yeah, I did. Did I take a Diet Coke now and then? Maybe. Did I accidentally eat some peanut M&Ms instead of thinking they were chocolate and I don't like peanut? I might have done. You know, I'm, I may have had a bit more food than, 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 than I should have. But I'm pushing around all day. I think I deserve a bit of food. I deserve a six-pound little box of crisps that technically cost them probably 10p cost you about 50p from the shop do I deserve a little tiny bottle of Jaeger to take for my night out that's going to happen after my shift I think I do you know, I've earned it I deserve it did I take it yes I did thank you Fairmont thank you hotel that's all I've got to say um, so yeah food that's I mean, that would probably one of the, the biggest perks. And again, speaks of a housekeeper, they'd probably say the same thing. One of the biggest perks of housekeeping is the amount of food you can get from a room, or the corridor, or the hotel in general. 
Um, so if next time you're staying in a hotel and you'll, you know, you got a bag of sweets or something and you come back and you're like, well, that looks a bit empty and, you know, you feel like it's just probably one of the kids messing around. No, it's probably your housekeeper. It would definitely probably would have been your housekeeper. Obviously, as long as they've got a kid, you know, you're in for a winner there because you're like, ah, no, nah, let's just blame the kid. They'll be fine. No one, no one really expects the housekeeper. You Most of the time you don't even see your housekeeper, so you don't even know who they are. So you literally just obviously leave your room, you come back, it's a bit tidy. You don't really think about it. You're like, oh. The, the fairy's been the cleaning fairy. Well, that cleaning fairy was me, and I was eating half your food while cleaning. So I was doing you a favor, you doing me a favor. Really? Sometimes you'd be like, oh, I don't mind that I don't really get many tips from from the room today because I got a whole whole lot of food. Um, that's another point that when people check out, oh, the stuff that you'd you'd see left behind, big bowls of drink, again cake, crisps, sweets, loads of beer. <sighs> some of the stuff you can get there and see I would encourage that if you you know I've done it before though like you buy a few beers when you're on holiday you're not going to drink them you're flying the next day so you're like well there's no point in me taking them so I may as well leave them thank you housekeeper there you have a beer on me do that all the time it's lovely you know recommend it if you stay in a hotel room especially for a farewell your, house, your housekeeper's good just give them a little beer or two you know help them out um but yeah, this is what this uh, segment's basically going to be about, really. So, you know, we've kind of covered food there a little bit. There's probably more. Um, but yeah, each week I'm going to give you a little bit of a housekeeping story because, like I said, I've got quite a few. Um, and although it doesn't sound maybe very interesting, I can guarantee you there'll be quite a lot of laughs. A lot of laughs. Um, and all I can say is right now, if you're going to stay in a hotel anytime soon, like overnight, so you're going to, you know, your housekeeper's going to come into your room. Trust me, they clean... Well, if they were like me and they were good, they clean everywhere. So they see everything, you know. So if you leave something dodgy out, we're going to take a photo of it. We're going to put it on our Snapchats. We're going to put it on Instagram stories. We're going to make make Facebook statuses about it. We're all going to talk amongst ourselves the next morning and be like, guess what I found in room 114? Then everyone will be like, blimey, I need to get a 114 and check this out. It happens. Happens every day. Most hotels. So just think about it next time. But I feel like, you know, in giving some insight to what a housekeeper life is like. Because, um, you know, I did a year of it. And then I did a, like half a year of being a houseman. So, um, so uh, yeah, hopefully look forward to some bad stories from working at a hotel. Um, but, yeah, but that was the food. Um, another thing this week I've also been thinking. Um, so, you know, I've got a Fitbit. And I've kind of got back into, you know, the challenges where you can challenge people um, and, again, got quite into it. And it's just, I find it, so now I've, I work at an, in an office job where I do still do quite a lot of walking and stuff. So it's not as bad as just sitting down all day. But obviously I'm sitting down a lot more than when I work at, you know, a shop and stuff. And, like, how do you, how do you keep getting your steps up? Like, it's so hard. So, like, when I used to work at Next in a bar, like, my steps was, like, I was doing, like, 20, easily 20 plus a day. 25 some thousand sometimes like every single day and like it wasn't even like on purpose it was just me just you know working like normal i mean i'm a hard worker obviously as you've just heard um but this you know steps i mean i would wish i'd had it when i went to the hotel like the amount of steps you have to do in one room just to change a bed is beyond a lot uh but anyway yeah but then so i'm trying to think of ways to keep fit in the office so obviously you know i get up quite a lot go for a little water break go for a little walk go to the toilet like every five minutes but i do that anyway um but then i was just trying to think of ways you know ways how do you keep your fitbit steps going when you're working a sit down job 
if you've got any advice for me, I want to hear because I need help. You know, my step count has gone worse than half, probably a quarter, maybe a bit more of you know where I kind of used to be before Christmas when I when I had different jobs, but now now it's just getting bad. And you know, the last thing I need to do is less exercise. So uh, if you've got any tips for me, any advice on how to, you know, keep my Fitbit steps going, even while I work, greatly appreciate it. Um, I find it just a very, very hard one to do. It's a good idea though, Fitbit, like doing little Fitbit challenges with your friends. Um, you get quite into it as well, so it's like, oh, it's very annoying. And another thing, um, I meant to ask this a couple of weeks ago, but I don't really get it. Now, I wear glasses. Um, without glasses, you know, I can still kind of see. Uh, mine is 2.5. Um, apparently, being when you're registered blind, that's minus 10. So, I mean, I've still got a fair bit of room, but I don't like the direction I'm going, that's for sure. But anyway, um, and like, in the other day, someone in the pool was wearing their, like, their glasses. Now... As a glasses wearer, I know I can't see, and it's kind of annoying, especially when you're with your friends. Like I'm like, I'm no. when you come out, when you, if you say you're with a girl, and like obviously you've changed, going to different uh, changing rooms, um, you know, unless you're being a frisky, and you're like, okay, look, I'll see you there, but I'm, I'd have to be like, look, I will not be able to see you because I won't have my glasses, so you'll have to come to me, and you know, locate me because I won't be able to see you when you walk in. Um, common issue and it is annoying but you know you just kind of get on with it but the amount of times I see people with their glasses on while swimming obviously you know doing a light little breaststroke which is probably pointless anyway but I'm just like why surely they just get wet I've never tried it but surely it's just pointless because you're either swimming so slow you may as well be walking and then you may as well not be in a pool or you know just take them off and swim and then put them on again. Like, don't actually go into the pool with them. Like, but people do. And I just don't get it. Like, I look at it as a glasses wearer. It's along with the whole steam thing where, why is there no steamless glasses? Why do people wear glasses in the pool? Fundamentally, obviously, to see. I know the answer to the question, but just, you know, I'm sure you can manage to swim. Well, don't, yeah, like, I can't even swim my glasses. Like, put goggles on. If you can't see, you can't. You don't really need to see in a pool. You just do straight lines up and down, fundamentally. I mean, maybe they're just really blind. I, I just, I don't know. I just find it a bit bizarre. Maybe I'm, the, maybe I'm the city. Well, maybe I should wear my glasses. Maybe I should try it. I don't know. I don't really want to. I don't want to get them wet. Then you got to dry them. But how do you dry them in a pool? Because you're wet. Doesn't make sense. But yeah, it's just been yeah, weird, strange. I felt very strange. And now I'm just going to finish with a bit of sports. Sports is the end today. So if you don't listen to sports, I feel like this is the end. You know, bit of a short podcast um, this week, but we'll be back next week. Like I said, special guest, hopefully. A few more housekeeping stories, but um, with the sports there, again, not, I feel like not really much has happened um, uh, this week. Um, Shrewsbury got a point, so now they're safe, so that's a good point. Um, the big issue that happened yesterday, so on Sunday, was the Leeds and Villa game, where, um, I mean, again, I didn't actually watch the game, so I don't really know the whole story, to be honest, but basically Leeds scored a goal when a Villa player was down and there was a whole thing of they should kick it out and they kind of went to kick it out but then they didn't and then they scored from it and then the Leeds manager was like no like Villa should score so they like let them basically walk into the net um I am not one at all for the whole if a player goes down kick it out 
Like obviously it's certainly not a rule off the ball. And I get it when you know when it's a head when it looks like a serious head injury, then you know, fair enough, yeah. But I feel like players use it way too much as an advantage these days. Uh, to break up the play, to slow it down, count you know, stop counter attacks and stuff. So, you know, if they're just oh, you know, I'm gonna just fall down a bit more, um, or just look for more sympathy and then they just get straight back up again. I find it infuriating. Like, obviously that's a common issue in football in general right now, like you know the, the players are pansies like they just fall down like anything um, and there's no way to really you know stop that obviously but one of the bigger things I think I think teams should just be like no look we're not going to kick out like stop doing that you know obviously if everyone does it then it's fair for everyone like you know if, you know, if a player's down we're not going to kick it out whereas the rule right now is you know if a player goes down we should kick it out but then it's like if you're in an attacking position or it's just I feel like it's very unfair and like you know I've, I've had my team do it before or had it done you know but like I just wouldn't be annoyed if someone scored from that and my player on my team was down. I just wouldn't really, I wouldn't really see that as a bad thing. I'd be like, oh, well, we still conceded a goal. Like, look, one of our players is down. There's another ten that should be sorting that out. You know, um, I mean, again, there's you know situations that aren't like that um, and stuff. But generally speaking, I just I'm just not one for the rule. And obviously, that game caused a bit of drama with it all. And I mean, Leeds, you know, did do a few other things. I think in the meantime, to make it a bit less fair, and then just they score when a player is down, uh, which is I first got that wrong. Um, but still, I'm, oh, I just can't be asked with that rule. I've, you know, it's just it just doesn't work. It's not even a rule. It's just more, like it's like a morally right, which again is you know it's nice. Let's all get along. But sorry for me, I think people just should keep on playing. This is a very serious injury. Um, and yeah um, and that's all the sport really um, like I, say, it's, I feel like it's been quite a quiet week but sport Champions League back tomorrow Ooh. Uh, we're going to throw out the AFL Spurs Spurs and Ajax probably a draw Liverpool I think will beat Barcelona but then just get absolutely monged at um, at the new cap the week after oh it was the, the derby it was the Manchester derby this week I forgot about that on Wednesday that was good like, I, I feel like that was quite a good game until City just took over I've never seen City so nervous like the first half especially the first like 20 minutes they were so nervous I mean again obviously it's the whole thing like they just can't lose now um, so there is a bit more pressure on them but like I just feel like yeah they were really nervous like United should have should have won they should have counteracted them they should have took their chances and they should have won but you know yeah, Alexis Sanchez with one touch on the whole game for 12 minutes and 9 minutes kind of defines it pretty much doesn't it terrible I don't get why they, like so yesterday he started with Mata and then Mata scored and I meant to say last week um, how I just don't get why he doesn't replay really Mata more like it seems like he's fallen out of favour maybe Solskjaer doesn't like him or not but for me Matt is one of the hardest working players there similarly with Ashley Young I'm not keen on Ashley Young he shouldn't be the United captain he shouldn't be in the United team but going on from like the amount of Man United players who don't make effort Ashley Young for me I do, you know, he does make quite a lot of effort although yesterday clearly he's like the designated thrower which is fair but the amount of times he a player ball goes out for the throw Pogba would pick up the ball and Ashley Young's like you know shouting for him and then so Pogba's like, all right, then there you go. And then Young just stands there for 10 seconds wondering what to do with it. Like, when they were 1-0, like, when they needed a win as well, this was one all 10 minutes ago, and he's just slow in. He's just so slow. And I get he's not the only one, but like, I just don't get that. Like, A, if you're going to be... Like, who cares if you're the throwing taker? Just take the throw in. Just throw it, get it out. And the same with... Just don't stand there for 10 seconds holding. And when fundamentally, you're just going to throw it anyway. 
I just found that so stupid. Um, like I say, teams do. Teams just waste so much of their own time doing that, and I just find it infuriating. But that's just me. Um, but anyway. Um, Champions League this week so that'd be good but yeah thanks for listening again again sorry it was late um, I will try not to do that again like I said though it might be late this week because I'm in London um, I'm in the big city um, but I will try my best to keep doing it on a Sunday night Monday morning um, but thank you again like I said for the people who gracefully messaged me being like where the hell's the pod um, glad you're big fans shout out uh, but yeah have a good week and I will speak to you later like I said, any ideas of how I can replace Alexa? Because she was a nightmare. Siri definitely didn't work today. Um, so just, yeah, give me some advice, people, please. Or, you know, some music. Thanks. All right. Have a good week. Bye-bye.